0: You're listening to the What The Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Testing, testing to see if you can hear the birds out the window because I'm leaving the window open. It's like nice and cool this morning. It's so nice. I mean, I'm a summertime person normally but i mean as i'm getting older i do enjoy like the cooler weather especially since we moved into this house and it's so goddamn hot like the fact that i can have the window open this morning and not be sweating up in this office makes a world of difference so um hopefully you can't hear the great outdoors when i'm recording this because I'm leaving the window open. Okay. Welcome to episode 21 of the What the Chuck podcast with me, Megan Rage. Thank you for everyone that's coming back after that long-ass episode from last week. I do realize that it was long after I listened to it back. And I probably could have done without analyzing every single one of the girls because I realized I really didn't have anything exciting to say about any of them. I'll try better next time. Um, But... Thank you for everyone that entered the contest on my page, the Grubbox giveaway. So stand by um, for the winner on that. But the the contest did close today. Thank you for everyone that participated. And thanks for everyone that listened to episode 20. Um, I still have a few laggers. It's funny because I have... Oh, God, I just cracked my neck (laughs) out. I wonder if that if the microphone picked that up. Um, there will be some people that will be like, I haven't listened in five weeks. I need to catch up. I'm waiting to go on a road trip. And that's cool. Um, no big deal. I'm trying to figure out how I can get, you know, new listeners to my podcast. Um, do you know Payne Lindsay? Some of you recommended his podcast Up and Vanished a while ago. And he has a new podcast that just came out, Dead and Gone. And it's about, um, like, I guess, cult killing, like, related to the Grateful Dead. I haven't listened to episode one yet. I was planning on it. And actually... That's a lie. I did listen to it, but I was my mind was somewhere else and I did not absorb a single single word that he said. So I need to go back and re-listen to it. But the day before his podcast came out, he was doing a question and answer on his Instagram, which is smart because the more interaction that you have on your page, the more visible your page is. So if he's promoting a new podcast, obviously doing a doing a and a is a good idea. So I shot my shot shoot my shot. I was shooting my shot with him and I basically DM'd him and I said, "Hey, what are your suggestions for promoting, you know, a new podcast for someone that's kind of just starting out?" And he said podcast ads, which I I wasn't sure what those were. I'm like, "Are they like Facebook ads? Do they run on podcast platforms? But it's not like people are really cruising through podcast platforms." So i reached out to a couple businesses to kind of kind of inquire about it no one has reached back out to me yet and also one of the websites that i went to that had really good ratings like as far as the google uh, google articles that i read they <laughs> there was a box to click like your price point and the lowest price point was like how much you're willing to spend was like $2500 and I'm like uh yeah I'm not willing to spend $2500 at least not at this point like girl girls got to start small especially because so tell me if you guys think this is weird we bought our car back in June we did buy it used um it had less than 50,000 miles on it and um it is now October Since we've got the car, we've driven less than 4,000 miles. So the beginning of last week, it said, gave me an alert that said service in 1,600 miles. And I thought, okay, well, that's going to be, you know, at least a month or two for us because we are really not driving anywhere right now. We took a couple trips like to Yosemite. So that's where some of those miles came from in the first, you know, under 4,000. So I was like, okay, I'm good with that. Um, As the week went on, the miles kind of dropped and dropped and dropped. And then all of a sudden I was trying to leave Safeway on Sunday and, um, the car said service now. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I called yesterday kind of thinking like we did buy an extended warranty. The warranty does not cover obviously like Services like this, so I basically said, you know, I bought the car in June. We haven't even driven four thousand miles on it. Like, why wasn't the car given to us service type of thing? And also, why was the why the mileage go from sixteen hundred miles to service now within a week? And he said, well, it will count down like that because it'll either go for if you've driven the amount of miles until the service is needed, or if it's within the calendar year of when the last service was. And I, I said, so why didn't why wasn't it service before we got it? And he said, well, we did check it out in May, and then the car was sold in June. So since we had just looked at it and it didn't need a service we didn't service it before it was given to you I'm like I don't (laughs) I don't know about car stuff like I don't know if anything that he's telling me is accurate or if he's just feeding me a load of bullshit and also we do have to get our car serviced there so I was like can you give me an estimate as to how much this is going to cost and he gave me a quote for like the upper nine hundred dollars and I'm like great. We are getting hit with so many things right now. Like We're about to get this dog. We just had to pay a ton of lawyer fees to file um, Brett's immigration status to extend his green card. Oh, great. I didn't turn the sound off on my laptop. Let's go ahead and do that now. So we're just getting like hit with a lot of things right now. So I'm like, of course, it's going to cost almost $1,000 to get this freaking car serviced. So I basically said, OK, I'm going to have to call you back because I was going to ask my dad about it, but I know everything changes with with my dad week to week. And right now he's have, going through some shit. So now's not a good time to be like, hey, can you give me some advice on my car? <clears throat> so I just don't know what to do. I kind of want to go to the sales guy and be like, hey, like this car, sh- we shouldn't have to service this car within the first, what's he, June, July, August, September, five months that we've bought it. Like we haven't even had it a year yet, so why should we have to service it? Am I wrong or am I right there? Because I just have no idea. Please, if someone is um, experienced in this field, let your girl know. I woke up really early. This Well, not really early, but I woke up earlier than normal, and my plan was to start do this podcast early because I'm going to a Pilates class at 12 o'clock. Brett just recently got me like a, um, a USB port to plug into my laptop so that I can screen share on a computer screen that we have in here, but we can't get it to work out, so Brett was trying to figure it out for me because it would be so much easier if I didn't have to look at my notes on my phone. Um, If I could look at them on an actual computer screen to also to record my podcast and also to record my radio show. But it's 1030 a.m. I've already had my coffee. I've had my muffin. I'm going to record most of this now go to Pilates and then I'm going to do the same thing I did last week. Come back, um, watch Bachelorette tonight and then come upstairs and do a little snippet at the end of it until talk about it. Um, Nothing too long or excessive. Last week, I was so excited to do that. And then I was shaken up by the knock at our door. If you heard me talk about that last week, basically right before 10 o'clock, someone knocked on our door and scared the living daylights out of me, asked for a phone charger, and the look in his eyes just wasn't right for me. So I said, no, shut the door, slammed the door in his face, shut all the windows, and I was just like on edge. Well, um, I looked at our security cameras, and the guy that came across the street actually came from across or the guy the guy that came to our door came from across the street is what I meant to say so um I went and talked to my neighbor next door and I basically told him what happened he said you did the right thing he was like um but actually their son is like in special olympics like he you know has a disability and I was like I either thought that he had some sort of disability or that maybe he was drunk I was like you know I couldn't tell I was like oh I feel really guilty I'm gonna have to go talk to the neighbors so a couple days later I saw the across the street neighbor out front, and I basically said, "Hey, I was like, I just wanted to come over and apologize." I said, "I think I slammed the door in, in your grand or in your son's face," and he said, "Oh, my grandson!" And he said, "What happened?" I didn't even know. I said, "Well, he came over to our house really late at night," and he said, "What was he looking for?" I said, "Oh, he was looking for a phone charger," and he said, "Oh," he said, "Yeah," he um he said he used to do that a lot. He said all the neighbors in the neighborhood have been here for a long time and know him. And when he was little, he used to run around asking for things like that. He was like he has the mind of an eight year old. He's autistic and. I was like oh that makes so much sense I was like I just it start if it wouldn't have been at night it wouldn't have startled me but it, it, it scared me and he was like I totally understand you did the right thing he was like I'll have to talk to him because he's just not aware that you know that could scare someone or that 10 o'clock at night isn't the appropriate time or that he could have just came downstairs and asked us for a phone charger so I'm so happy that that's how it turned out and that it wasn't just like a random drunk guy that was trying to break into our house because I wouldn't have been able to sleep ever uh, ever and now I know that it's the neighbor's grandson who stays there a Occasionally, and I know his name now. So if he ever comes back, I can, you know, have a, a normal conversation with him and not slam the door in his face. I felt so guilty, but I know that I did the right thing by closing the door on someone that I didn't know at ten o'clock at night. So, anyways, um, hopefully tonight when I go back and record my little bachelorette spe- spiel, it um, will be a little better than it was last week because I won't be scared. <laughs> also, some really awkward. Au- oh God, sounds like some. Sounds like there's a jackhammer outside. I'm gonna have to shut the window. I think. What is that? Okay. Oh, maybe a garbage can? Hopefully you guys can't hear that. Um, Also last week after the first episode, Jimmy Kimmel had Claire on and she was talking about a couple. First of all, it was a very awkward interview. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend. But um, she he kept asking about Taysha. She kept deflecting and she got an attitude with him like she's smiling. But you can tell that she's pissed. She's like, Jimmy, last time I checked, I'm the bachelorette, not Taysha. So I don't know why we keep wasting time on Taysha." I'm like, oh, God, Claire is freaking not messing around. I saw a meme that she's like Jan from The Office and she totally is. Um, what was it that Jimmy said that had me? Oh, he said, um, you know, you kind of said something by saying, I think I just met my husband. She, he said, and no one else has done that before. It was kind of like a behind the scenes, you know, clip of you saying that. And he said, um, I, because I've interviewed so many of the bachelor or bachelorette people, I know that most of them do know on the first night who they're going to pick. Oh, wow. We're getting train horns now. And I thought to myself, wow, that's really interesting. I wonder. He basically said they know who they're going to pick, but they still. Oh, OK. I'm going to have to shut the window. <laughs> oh, God. That is funny. We could do with a little bird chirping, but there's like we could hear light rail. We could hear lawnmowers. It's doing the most. Um, he said that there's been so many bachelorette people that have known, but then they just carry on the process. And he said, that's where you differ because you stop the process. And she's like, oh, we don't know what I do yet, Jimmy. But it really had me thinking, like, do all these people that have previously gone on, like, do they know the first night or do they have a good feeling who they're going to pick at the end? Like, I want to go back and compare who the first impression Rose was given to compared to, like, who they actually ended up with and if who they thought they were going to end up with the first night ended up being who they were going to end up with. It just was something that, like, kind of struck with me. And then also something else that Claire had said, she said, that she creeped on all the guys Instagrams before um, the process. And she said that, you know, she kind of knew not a firm yes or a firm know who she was going to pick. But she said, you know, I noticed that some of the guys, you know, were jumping off boats drunk and, you know, just drinking all the time. And she's like, and I'm not a drinker. So I automatically know that those are not the guys for me. She was drinking on the first episode, right? When she says, I'm not a drinker. Does that just mean that like she's she doesn't like enjoy going out on the weekends? Like social drinking is not her thing, but she will have a few here and there. Or does she not drink period, point blank at all. I'm going to really be watching her. I mean, of course, she could be drinking a mocktail or non-alcoholic, but I could have sworn that she had champagne in her hand the first episode. Something I didn't know about her. I didn't watch her season with Juan Pablo, so I don't know too much about her. I just know that, meh, not the biggest fan. Another question I have about The Bachelorette is I know a lot of friends that do batch brackets um, or batch fantasy, bachelor fantasy teams. Is anyone doing that this season? Are we able to do bachelorette brackets when we don't know what guys are actually going to be in it, which Bachelorette is the real Bachelorette. Like, is that really killing people's vibe for this season? If you participate in like Bachelorette games, because that really freaking sucks. I, I just can't wait to see how many episodes we actually get of Claire. I think after tonight, it might become a little bit more clear. My initial guess was two. It's not two anymore. It's three to four. But I guess we'll kind of get a good vibe for how many episodes she's actually going to be in after the first couple. I don't think it would go past four. I honestly am calling it at three. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I did end up watching Dancing with the Stars last week. I kind of skimmed through it and I did skip through a couple people's performances. I skipped through Johnny Weir, which is the ice skater, the figure skater. I, he's not really my cup of tea. I don't really like, I don't have any personal attachment to him. Everyone else I know or I've seen him, I've never seen in my life. I used to watch ice skating, figure skating with my mom when I was little. Like Oksana Bayul and um, who else? Uh, What's, um... Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding, also kind of that bitch, all those people who was the Asian girl that was so popular, the figure skater. Oh, I used to love it back then, like watching it on just basic cable. These days, I don't really watch it. I don't know him, so I don't have any personal attachment to him, so I don't really care how he does. And of course, I skipped over his performance and he had the best one of last week. I just have to stop and say that Neve with his 80s makeup, he looked like, Sa- uh, what's, what's his name? Sammy? Sammy? Stuart from Mad TV. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. With his uh with his eyeliner on his eyes. He totally looked like Stuart from Mad TV. Like go back and look. And it's crazy. Last week they kind of told the story that he had a, a dance background, and that makes so much sense. Cause have you seen the way Neve moves those hips? I mean, come on. A little more entertainment news. It came up on my phone last week, sometime in the evening, that John Cena got engaged to that woman that he's been seeing for a year. Oh my God. Even if I broke up with someone like Nikki Bella has got to be just like livid. I mean, it took him six years to propose to her, to get engaged to her. He has dated this woman for a year and he's already married to her. Like, holy shit, I would be fuming. And I could tell that she's the type of person that's not like, oh, I'm so happy for them. Like, I guarantee she's going to be fuming too. I don't watch Total Bellas. I've really been wanting to, but I'm so far behind. I used to watch the wrestling show. What was it? Total Divas. But I kind of fell off that. But I wonder if they're going to touch on her reaction when they film, you know, what's happening present day or if they are filming it. I wonder if they caught how she's feeling about that. Because man, if I were her, I would be like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? After six years, after one year, what, John Cena? Um, something else crazy that I discovered when I was show prepping on Sunday, this fucking blew my mind. Do you remember, um, it was like a year ago when uh, Kourtney Kardashian's ex-boyfriend, I don't know his name, you something with a Y, and Drake, and then I think a basketball player, they were walking into Delilah in Hollywood or West Hollywood or wherever it is. I don't do Southern California, but it's that super trendy celebrity place. And they basically whooped this like Uh, I don't I don't know if he was a bartender or not a bartender a bouncer They basically whooped this guy's ass. It was summer ray's boyfriend at the time You guys it was in the news this week that drake is basically countersuing because the guy that's claiming that You know, he's received emotional trauma physical trauma, you know He has ongoing back issues anxiety issues from that ass whooping that jay that drake wasn't even really involved in In the video you see him. He's standing super far behind. It was more his entourage that did it You want to know who the guy is? The guy is Bennett. From fucking Love Island, the guy with the sun tattoo on his peck, that is the guy whose ass they whooped, who came after and sued them all, saying that he's like, has anxiety and stress and emotional damage, and he's never been the same. Well, Drake's like, bro, you were just on Love Island. You seemed fine. You also went to Coachella last year. There's videos of you on Instagram doing backflips and stuff. I knew there was something wrong with that guy. I fucking knew it. I could not stand Bennett. I didn't understand how in the world he was um, in a relationship with Summer Ray who has like 40 fucking million followers on Instagram, who is like a supermodel. Essentially, how in the world have you seen him? Not that looks are everything, but his personality sucks, too. He's like a total dud. And now Drake's coming back and being like, you were just on Love Island, bro. What are you talking about? Emotional damage. You're fine. Oh, I can't wait to see how that unfolds. I-, I I can't believe that Bennett is that guy. I haven't even told Brett about this. I was dying to when I read it, but Brett's not... I mean, it would, I don't think it would be a big deal to him because he's not going to know about that fight. I know about that fight because I cruise TMZ on the regular. Hopefully you guys know about that fight too. Otherwise, this story won't be that impressive to you either. <laughs> A couple of my friends pointed out that I was saying words wrong on my last episode. I've noticed that I mean I'm a naturally fast talker on this podcast. I don't slow down for nothing. So I do I have, I've noticed that I've said some things wrong and I catch them when I'm listening back to it, either when I'm editing it or after it's already out and I'm just like, "Meh, too late." It's one of my quirks. I say things wrong all the time. I forget what it was last week. Lum- le- lum- le- 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 lumptuous, lump- lump- volumptious. Volumptious. That's what it was. Volumptious. <laughs> That's what I was saying, voluptuous. And I said it multiple times, voluptuous. (laughs) Okay, moving on. I have a really awkward confession. Last night I was cruising through Instagram and someone that I know, she has sunflowers in her backyard and she posted a picture of the harvested sunflower and all these seeds were all over the sunflower. And I said to Brett, oh my god he said what i said i didn't realize that sunflower seeds actually came from sunflowers and he was like you've got to be kidding me and i'm like no i had no idea which makes so much so much sense now because when i went out to go take the sunflower pictures i was like why are the farmers tripping if we're taking pictures with the sunflowers like what damage is is it doing were they gonna pick all these sunflowers to put in bouquets all over this how the fuck is that my phone that's so loud. What is happening? Um, why, why do they care so much about, you know, people taking pictures next to the sunflowers? Now I get it because they're harvesting sunflower seeds. My bad. I didn't know any of that. I did not realize, did never cross my mind. I guess I've never really thought where sunflower seeds come from. Never crossed my mind in a million years. The dumbest thing, probably one top 10 dumbest things I've ever said, but your girl just didn't know. I've been feeling pretty exhausted. <laughs> Let me just preface this. I'm not going to go into great detail about this because obviously it's private. Um, Some things I do have to keep to myself, but I did end up, I didn't do talk space, but a couple of my friends recommended this therapist to me. And so I went and I saw her and uh, last week. And I gained so much from it. If any of my friends or anyone out there that's listening is considering seeking help or like seeing a therapist for issues or, you know, trauma or just because they need to talk to someone, I never imagined that just sitting down for one hour could help me so much. And it has. So I can only imagine how much growth, I mean, going regularly I could get from it. Um, But something that I learned was that, you know, Anger is just fear and it really just made so much sense to me. So I've just been trying to be she said I should try to be a softer side of myself. So I've really been putting that into practice and just like trying to go easy on myself and on others and just if a situation is frustrating me or if I'm frustrated by something like you know the mic last week and how it kept dropping and I was like I'm literally gonna throw this through the window like I just need to try to control that. And if something is upsetting me, I need to walk away and just give it some time. So I've been really putting that into practice. And I'm, I've am i really been like loving how I'm feeling since I've seen her. I can't wait to go see her again. So anyone out there that's thinking about going to therapy, I mean, I cannot say enough good things about it. And obviously you have to find the right person for you. I think that's also super important. And I do believe that I found the right person for me. And I'm just like, I'm so excited about it. But that being said, I've been feeling overwhelmed by social media. I don't know why. Just the past week, I I feel a constant need to post because I am promoting something. I'm promoting this podcast. And also I enjoy posting, you know, like songs that I'm listening to or. But lately, I've just feel I've just been feeling kind of drained, like. I don't know. I just can't put as much into it as I normally do. So you've been seeing a lot of Chuck content, which I know at times can be annoying, but I just love him so much. And it's I'm, I'm assuming what it's like seeing, you know, your kid doing something cute and wanting to record them. So if you have noticed that I I've, maybe that's why I've been seeing a drop in my podcast listenership is because I'm not posting as much about it as I used to. And it's not because it's a lack of me wanting this to succeed, because more than anything, I want this to succeed. And more than anything, you know, I'm going to keep going no matter what. Like, I'm always going to do this podcast. But sometimes it's just exhausting for me to post about it. And I feel a burden from like pressuring people to listen. Like, I don't want to come across like pushy. Like, I don't want everyone to look at my profile and be like, oh, it's Wednesday. All she's going to do is be posting screenshots of people that are listening. Like, I actually, I just don't want people I don't want to feel like I'm pushing Anything on people and I don't want people thinking that I'm trying to push something on them so I um, I just you know, next week I might not be feeling like this. I might be balls to the wall posting, you know, pictures or screenshots of people listening to this podcast. But in the meantime, thank you guys for carrying these last couple episodes. Um, if you've posted about it and shared it with your friends, I really appreciate it because I've been lacking in that department. So you guys have been, you know, picking up where I'm I'm slacking and I, I really appreciate it because I've just been feeling really exhausted by social media. Sometimes it is draining and it's nice to unplug and take a break. And also, Brett said something to me um, last week. He told me that we got in kind of like a little tiff and he made a comment about how I sit on the couch and watch TikTok, which couldn't be further from the truth. I actually talked about it recently in a couple episodes, how I go one week heavy with TikTok and then I take a break. When he had said that to me, I was three days in of not getting on TikTok and I actually haven't been on TikTok in, in a week. If my sister-in-law and her sister send me a video. I'll click on it to watch it. But other than that, I haven't been scrolling because I do understand that I fall into like this hole of scrolling but I'm never on the couch scrolling through TikTok during the day. I normally do it first thing when I wake up and normally it does consume an hour of my day and I just have felt like I'm not being productive lately so I've cut it out for a while. Taking a break from that has been nice. I feel like I've been on scrolling through Instagram less. I know I've been scrolling through Facebook less. I like barely ever even post on Facebook. Ah! Oh, my <gasps> oh my god you scared the shit out of me. Oh my fucking god. Can I use that? No that's the <laughs> She can you knock? I thought you hit me. I I heard you? No, I didn't. I, yeah, I heard you when you were sneaky behind me. My god. I, hate- oh. Oh. I just heard something like behind me, and I turn around and Brett's standing there like a freaking creeper. Oh my god, I need to take a drink of water. Jesus Christ, you can't do that to people. So, yeah, I've just taken a little break from Instagram last week. Someone called Chuck Ugly. I I posted the screenshot, so I'm sure you guys saw it or most of you did at least. Someone I posted a video of Chuck laying in the window in the sun and he just got groomed. So his body shaved and he has little boots and his head's fluffy and his tail is fluffy. And someone wrote me at 347 a.m. and said, what is that thing? And I wrote back my cat and she wrote back, it's ugly. Well, it's ugly. And then put like a JK as the next message. And I'm like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Like that to me is draining. My cat brings me so much joy. And I felt myself getting angry over that. My friend Violetta was like, let me respond to her. You should say this and this and this. And normally I would, but like I said, I'm trying to be a softer side of myself. I'm putting into practice, like not getting worked up over things I can't control. And I cannot control other people. If my if I make it my job to control other people, I'm gonna fail every single time. So I cannot make that my job. Instead, I deleted the message so I could not look at it and I blocked that person. I have no problem blocking people. My block list on Facebook and Instagram is a mile. Long, like I will block you. I do not care. So I blocked her and moved on with my day, and that's just how I'm going to go about things these days, And I, especially when I'm feeling emotionally drained or just drained from social media in general. Speaking of social media, though, I do have an account that you guys have to follow. This account brought me so much joy when I discovered it last week. A bunch of people were posting about it. So basically, it's this photographer, or this artist. He goes around, and he has old pictures of what establishments used to look like. I'm just going to use the one that I can think of right now, the one that I reposted that most of you probably saw he has an old picture of Kingsgate and he holds it up in front of where Kingsgate is now which is just um I forget what it's called now just Kings yeah I think it's not Skate, it's just called Kings oh, I can't remember but anyways he holds up the old picture of what it used to look like in front of the new building and he goes around Sacramento doing that to excuse me, a bunch of different places. Like remember when Best Buy was just best and the door was that big crack in the building and it opened up. Oh my God, I totally forgot about that place. He did it in front of um, where DoCo is now, the old Westfield Mall. He basically does it all around Sacramento to all these landmarks that we remember as kids. And it's just so nostalgic. It's the coolest thing to see. Um, I think he actually has these people or these pictures framed up at Get-A-Clue, maybe in the downtown plaza. Is that even what it's still called? I have no idea. So this in Instagram is just, uh, I'm telling you, it's just so cool. I'm going to give it to you right now so you guys can give him a follow. Um, I... Did comment on his picture of King Skate and I went on this huge rant feeling super nostalgic about all night skates and puffy jackets Now I had my first kiss there. I just, I love it so much. I wish that I could get a copy of that picture and frame it in my house because it literally is just amazing. I actually want to start doing something with this office. A bunch of my friends have been reached that know Sally or know someone that knows Sally. A few of you actually, I don't want to say a bunch, a few of you, like two or three have reached out to people that you know that know her trying to get her on. On this podcast. And I was thinking, God, if she says yes, number one, would would we do it through Zoom? I would need to figure out how to set that up on my computer. Or number two, would she just come here? And then I'm like, oh my God, if she came here, I'd be so embarrassed because this office is embarrassing. My at-home studio is a, uh, uh, it's embarrassing. <laughs> There's nothing else I could say about that. So it'd be so cool if I could get a copy of this Kingsgate picture and put it up and then just put like, I don't know, I was thinking maybe like all of my concert posters all over the wall. That would be really cool. Or am I 16? I don't know. Let me know. Okay, so let me get you this Instagram so that you guys can hey, uh, check it out. Let me go to my saved posts. Let's see. Oh, something else. that's in my saved posts. Lil Dicky did an Instagram live yesterday about voting. And for some reason, the thing this year, I guess this has been the thing in years prior to, is to get naked to encourage people to vote. Everyone's thirst trapping all over Instagram. Well, Lil Dicky put a, a, a sock over his small little Dicky and did an Instagram live about how important it is to vote. If you haven't seen that that's a quite the sight to see. Um, the socks, not very filled up. So hence the name. Okay. This guy's Instagram account is Z A V E D K H A N photos. Zavid K Han photos, or I don't know. Oh yeah. Zavid. Oh no. Khan. I should have just looked at the fucking name on his profile. Zavid Khan Photos. Z-A-V-E-D-K-H-A-N Photos. He's done. Let's see what else he's done. Oh, where um, B-Side is now used to be the old Monte Carlo Coca-Cola bottling company. Uh, The old movie theaters where the Golden Corral is. The Lions. That's now a Mel's downtown. Uh, hometown buffet in South Sac. I mean, he's done so many. It's just such a cool photo series. Oh, the TGI Fridays on Howe Avenue. You guys got to go check out this page. If you are from Sacramento and like you just want to envision what it used to look like and kind of see how far it's come. Man, this is a this is a great page. I read this week that Google has come out with a new feature. You can test it. I guess it's mostly on your phone. Yeah, it would have to be on your phone. I'm a skimmer of articles, so I just kind of like read a few paragraphs, get the gist, of it and just hope that it's all right. I know that's not the approach to have, but Google's come out with this new feature called Google Hum. I can't tell you how many people hit me up with like voice memos and go, hey, Megan, I you're the person to ask. Do you know the song? It goes, I'm like, oh, yeah, that song. No, I'm not a fucking walking, talking Shazam. I can't help you. Like, I do not know what that song is. So Google has this new feature where you can hum 10 to 15 seconds of a song into the in to the app and it will try to help Find the song for you. So fucking stop asking me. Okay. (laughs) My playlist. Someone had a really good idea for how to continue on with my playlist. And instead of creating like a new one every week, like do less songs per week on one playlist that'll last for a few weeks. So I'm keeping WTC what the chuck episode 20 up. I'm and I'm just gonna continue to add to that playlist for a few weeks until I'm ready to cycle through and do a new one. That's such a good idea. Because I can't really gauge how many of you are listening to my playlist anyways. If I just choked on my own saliva, I talk so fast. that Like I can't even I like save. Never mind. I'm not going to get into what my mouth functions are. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't really gauge how many of you are listening to these playlists. So if you do listen regularly, can you please like send me a DM or send me a message and say, yes, I listened to your playlist. And then I can really get a good idea for how much you guys give a fuck. I'm going to still continue to do it because I really enjoy doing it i have been slacking the past couple weeks like i know episode 20 is not on spotify i'm gonna change that today especially since i'm gonna continue on and keep adding songs to episode 20 um but i just think that this will be a better way moving forward because i enjoy the pod the playlist that i make for more than just a week so this will be a good way to add songs you can shuffle through them and that way i will stop i i, I won't keep adding playlists and my library just won't get so like congested with all these episode playlists so Let's see how this works out. Please, if you do listen to the playlist that I make, let me know, it'd be super helpful. Um, thank you guys for listening again to episode 21. I'm gonna cut this one a little short just because the last one was super long. Also, I'm um, not only my, I f- I- I'm still processing a lot of things this week that I've like learned this past week. And I just feel like instead of forcing myself to talk about a bunch of other things, I'm just gonna cut it where I feel comfortable. Oh, there is one more thing I wanna say. I told you guys a few episodes ago that I had this big announcement that I couldn't tell you yet. Well, I I think that announcement has kind of fallen through, but I want to make sure before I tell you what it was, so I will know, not next week's episode, but the week after, so... (laughs) just hold on for a little bit. There's still a possibility that it's happening. And if it is still happening, I'm not going to be able to tell you for a little while. But if it's, if, if, wait, what did I just say? If it's, if it is, if it is happening, I'm not going to be able to tell you for a little while. If it's not happening, I'll be able to tell you in two weeks. So hold on. Cause a couple of you have remembered that I said that and you're like, Hey bitch, what, what about the announcement that you said you were going to make my bad? It is coming. Oh, I guess I can't end the podcast right now because I'm going to do batch talk later on tonight. So I'm just going to take a little intermission that's going to be um, approximately 12 hours long. <laughs> it is now 1020 at night. I just got done watching The Bachelorette. Brett and I um, started watching The Haunting, The ha- what is it, Hound, House of... You know that fucking show from last year, The House on Haunted Hill or whatever that everyone was, was obsessed with? Well, they said that they were going to make another season, but it wasn't going to be a sequel. It was going to have some of the same cast members. Well, they did. And it was released on Friday, I believe. The Haunting of Bly Manor, I think is what it's called. Something close to that. So we started watching it yesterday. It's really good. So we wanted to finish it this evening. Well, Brett did. So we watched the last two episodes and then I started The Bachelorette like an hour late. So um, it's nice when I start at Lakes, so I'm able to fast forward through commercials, but it It also sucks because um, I can't live tweet. Well, I can, but it's just a little bit behind. And also now here I am at 1020. Holy crap. If I had one word to describe that episode of The Bachelorette, it would be awkward. There are so many freaking awkward things that happen. And here's just an observation with Claire. You can say what you want about her, that she's a strong woman, that she knows what she wants, but she seems like a really very extremely bad judge of character. Like she just sees what she wants to see and you can see the lust in her eyes when she's talking to some of these guys and they are feeding her a load of bullshit. Like for example, when that guy, what was his name? Um, Brandon when he said oh I heard you were the bachelorette and I just knew that I had to be here for it and she said oh really well what what did you like about me like he literally could have said anything instead he just said oh you're so gorgeous he knew nothing about her and when she kept pressing him instead of just lying like all the other guys are doing he clammed up and he went home all these other guys do not know why they like her. They do not know much about her. Did they do a little research before they came on the show? Sure. But did they just pull some words out of their ass and tell them to her? Yeah, that's absolutely exactly what happened. Like the one-on-one date that she had, um, the therapy date, what was his name? Jason, where they sat and talked and wrote down lists and wrote letters to themselves and stuff. When she pulled that green dress out of the suitcase and said, do you know what dress this is? He said, yeah, but you could look on his face and see that he had no clue what that dress was. He said that he had seen a clip of her. Fucking hell. God damn it, the computer volume is on. Hi, shout out to Violetta that's texting me about the episode being so awkward. Um he didn't know what that dress was, but he lied because that's what you do. You lie. That's what all these guys are doing. They're fucking lying because they don't want to be there for Claire. Okay. I'm jumping around in my notes. Let me start from the beginning. None of these guys are cute. Like, none of them. Maybe Ben and Easy could grow on me. And I thought maybe Brandon until he sat down and just told that lie about wanting to be there for her and then knew nothing about her. I'm like, it's funny how someone attractive can be instantly unattractive by just speaking, talking, because <laughs> it was so bad. Um, Uh, do we think that these guys collectively as a group uh, like the first group of guys that went that went out on the group date they none of them pulled her she was like all right well let's get the night started and it was the first cringe moment of the night do we think these guys aren't as aggressive because they feel like they don't have to work as hard because she's older and I hate to say desperate I hate to use that word but these younger girls that go on the show they're like have the pick of the litter and not that she doesn't because obviously those guys are there for her but I don't know I'm just getting the vibe that they feel like they don't have to work as hard that's the vibe that I got from the first group obviously the second group was a lot different um I feel like also going back to these guys not being cute none of them are going to get insta-famous I don't think I mean they might get like into the 300,000s I mean obviously not Dale and some of them might spike into like the 800,000s but apart from that these guys they're not the ones I don't think these guys are going to be regulars on Bachelor in Paradise I don't think any of these guys are going to be carried forward into the to be the next Bachelor like they just don't have a bit have it in him not the looks not the personality none of it um yeah I I, I I going back to claire being a bad judge of character how could she not write through see right through dale at this point like did she really tell him that she has feelings for him already and sh- and he followed up with i'm not gonna lie i feel the same like he says that so much in this episode i'm I, i'm not gonna lie i feel the same though and she's smitten by that like she is so blind obviously I don't know what's gone on before the taping if they were actually in fact talking before that's what all the reports say but do we really know I mean I guess we'll find out soon but I just feel like their relationship is so surface level and so superficial like when they were doing that challenge of the words of affirmation and stuff Dale was just speaking I feel like he was just saying words and hoping that they were going to come out and make sense. And like he was going to i don't. it just seems he just seems dumber than a box of rocks. I just don't understand what her infatuation is with him. Um, also, when the guy Jason, I think that's his name, got the one on one date card. She they had her reading the date card like she the lead is now narrating the date cards. Please, ABC, just stop. Because it's just, I I just, just stop. And then they go on that date and Claire's the therapist, like saying that this is why you are the way you are. And let's get rid of all of this. And, oh, don't you feel so much better? Wow. You guys are cured. Congratulations. I, I, I just, I just can't. All she Brett pointed this out, actually, is that all she talks about being all she talks about is her previous bachelorette or bachelor episode or whatever. And I will say that a lot of people do talk about getting their heart broken on a previous season. But her season was just so long ago. Like, girl, let it go. Stop talking about it. Um, she went from having these are just some, I'm reading off obviously the notes that I took Brett was like why don't you try putting your phone down and actually paying attention I'm like I am paying attention I have a job to do talk about this on my podcast thank you very much um, she went from having no attention on the first group date to having all the attention in the second group date um, she also had the guys stripped naked in the uh, dodgeball challenge which the teas are coming up they, they're they clever because they make it seem like she's yelling at Dale but we all know that she's yelling at Yosef the, the next episode episode's going to pick up where this one left off at that date before the the rose ceremony. Yosef is going to confront her. He's going to call her the old bachelorette. And then that's when she's going to say, I am not here to date men like that. I will say that I do not like Yosef at all. I get very bad vibes from him. He reminds me of this guy from Sacramento. I don't know his name, but they look very similar and they act very similar. Can't remember his name. He's from back in the day. Not, I mean, like he used to come to Beach Hut. He used to go to the gym. Anyways, so I don't know his name because I didn't know him very well I do agree with what he's saying though like this isn't dating naked this isn't some MTV show like keep your clothes on like have I I, I just think it's a little tacky so I will agree with the things that he said Um, I don't think it's necessarily disrespectful to him he wasn't on the date but I do think so it doesn't really matter if he doesn't morally agree with it because he wasn't on the date but I, I, I do agree with what he's saying so I'm curious to see what her reaction is to him saying that and he didn't like that because she just seems to go off on everything. Like when she doesn't like what's happening, she goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. And she has that like teeth, teeth clenched smile on her face. Uh, she just doesn't put up with shit. So I can't wait to see what she, um what she ends up saying to him. I felt like the Blake coming and interrupting the date, that obviously happens every season. Normally it happens a lot later on, but I feel like she, like she pushed him away when he went in for the kiss and then later rewarded him by giving him the rose. Like, I feel like she just doesn't assess. I feel like she, acts too quickly doesn't assess her feelings and i also feel like she's sending out mixed signals not only to blake but like to everyone there and then her and dale sat down and he spewed a bunch of bullshit and she's just like obsessed with him and that awkward she put the mask back on him and stuff like dude get a fucking room. Assessing the episode that's coming next, I definitely think that we are going to get four episodes. I think that next week we're going to see everything that they showed in the preview. Everyone's going to address her and Dale's relationship. I think he's going to spend the night in a room or something shady's going to go on. And then I think that it's going to end on a cliffhanger. And then the next episode is going to be her leaving with Dale. That is just my prediction. I mean, I I don't know. This whole episode was cringe. It was definitely action packed. I just look at Claire and like furrow my brow. Cause I just cannot pinpoint her like everything she does bugs me. And I don't know why that is. I just feel like, I, I just want to like shake my head at her and be like, girl, what are you doing? Like you're, going after the wrong guys you're giving the wrong guys attention um you're just doing it wrong and i feel like Tasha is gonna just uh, bring a breath of fresh air into this season because watching claire literally gives me anxiety deep into my soul K99, night talk to you next week follow me on instagram what the chuck podcast make sure you rate review subscribe tell a friend bye-bye don't forget to rate review and follow us on instagram at what the chuck podcast